It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. Jason DeVolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Live. And I say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining me here each and every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern to talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you by FlyWithJT.com. That's FlyWithJT.com where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, as well as stay connected to everything going on in the High Altitude community. And by the way, not only do we do this call live each Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern, we also do a recorded version of the call covering all kinds of different topics dealing with high performance. We do that Monday through Friday, and you can download those recordings by going to jtdebolt.com forward slash podcast. So today's topic, boy, I could not wait to jump in on this one. So stoked to be talking about this with you today. We talk a lot about this particular topic, but not necessarily focusing in on it. It's kind of one of those side things that it becomes part of the conversation. Today, I want to take it off the the side dish and make it the main dish, all right? (laughs) We're going to have the mashed potatoes for dinner tonight, I guess, if you want to think of it that way. But actually, I believe this is truly one of the most important things we can discuss as a high-performance principle, whether you're building a business, whether you're raising a family, if you're an athlete, an executive, whatever your mission is right now in life, I believe that this is going to be one of the more important topics that we explore. And you can come back and re-examine this from time to time because it's going to be that important. If you are on a mission that you're passionate about, you know that there are great days and there are challenging days, days where you just feel like, ugh, man, you're not quite sure what's coming next. And some days you might even question whether or not you can handle the next day. Recently, I was uh, having kind of a virtual conversation, if you will, not a verbal conversation face-to-face, but rather one over the Internet with a gentleman that I have a tremendous amount of respect for, a great entrepreneur, a very brilliant young guy, and he was lamenting about a challenge that, uh, that he and his business partner had recently where they did a webinar to sell uh, tickets to a program that they're doing, and, and it was very underwhelming by their standards. And the challenge is, is that he was feeling what a lot of entrepreneurs feel, when you have a big buildup, you put a ton of time, effort, and energy, you put your best stuff into something, and by your estimations, it fizzles, it flops, 
Now, it doesn't mean that it flopped overall. It just means that, you know, to the person who puts it on, it feels not like a failure, but it feels like a flop. Big difference, I think we can, we can all agree on that. And I realized as I was thinking about this and listening to him that it had been a year ago, well, yesterday, uh, the, seven, the 16th and 17th of May, 2015, that we had put on our own live event, Take Off to Success. You probably remember us talking about that. And uh, we'll be doing more of those in the future. But what was interesting is the very first time I put a webinar on to promote it, I had a lot of great attendance on the webinar, lots of folks engaged, great questions, everybody's pumped and fired up, made zero sales. And I remember thinking, you've got to be kidding me. At the time we did the webinar, I thought for sure we sold a bunch of tickets. It was going to be exciting. And so it underperformed my expectations. Came out, did a few more, and it was pretty much more of the same, although we were making slow, sale, slow sales, you know, uh, small, sa <laughs> small sales slowly. And so there was that challenge, that grind, and it just felt like pushing a boulder uphill each and every single day in the deep, sloppy mud. It felt like getting a foot grip was difficult. Maybe you can relate to this. Maybe you've been through this on your journey, whether you're building a business or not. This certainly applies to sports. There are times where athletes will train their bodies and their minds for competition. And just the training itself takes it out of you. Right? You're physically beat up. You're tired. You're sore. And then you finally get yourself in that opportunity to perform, to compete. And maybe, just maybe, you come up short. Maybe you flat get your butt kicked. And it's that feeling after the competition, either immediately afterwards or the next day, when the body and the mind are sore and fatigued and tired, and you start thinking to yourself, man, what is this all for? What am I doing this for? It happens a lot in business as entrepreneurs, and it happens just about in every walk of life. And that's why I want to discuss and, and really explore this concept today. And the, the concept we're going to explore is loving the test. Loving that test. Now, when I first heard the concept of love the test, it was on a podcast that I'd heard uh, featuring Dr. Michael Gervais. You've heard me mention him a few times. He's got a great podcast called uh, Discovering Mastery. And I think it's something that everybody should, should go out and listen to. He's, he's a great guy. And the thing that, that I was gripped by that I took away from that conversation was champions who rise from obscurity are typically people who find love in the test. They pursue it for different reasons. So we're all on this journey to find our own version of success, your own version of greatness, if you want to think of it that way, to accomplish the mission. We all have different motivators. But what's amazing about it is, is that as we go on this path, as we commit to the journey, we'll find that there are parts of the road that are smooth and parts of the road that are flat out awful. And it's just, it's one of those things, there's a bump in the pavement. Now, what I want you to understand is that coming from, a, from a, an experience level of knowing this personally, I realized, and I don't want this to come off flippantly and say, hey, it's part of the journey, just suck it up and deal with it. There is a part where you have to suck it up and deal with it. But then there's a part where we also have to kind of get to the root of this and really understand it, unpack all the different layers of it, wrap ourselves in it like a warm blanket and understand that, yeah, the test, the journey is part, it's part of the journey, the test is. Sometimes the test is easy, sometimes the test is difficult. But if we love the test, then we stop avoiding it. We stop making it out to be worse than it is. One challenge that I've 
you know, worked with myself certainly, but helped other people through is when something really matters to you, when you're truly passionate about it, it seems like it gets more and more intense, more difficult, more frightening. The allure of an escape seems that much more enticing. If you are, for instance, working on uh, tuning in your body, whether it's losing weight, becoming more fit, putting on muscle, whatever it is, you find that the foods that you used to eat, that you took for granted that you ate without thinking about, are now things that are off limits, right? And so all of a sudden, on a day when you've decided this is a day I've dedicated myself, maybe it's one of these, if you've ever done a low-carb diet, you know this. I've got a friend of mine who's a bodybuilder, and he's constantly in love. He's got a T-shirt that says, I heart carbs. <laughs> because if you're trying to cut down, if your effort or your focus is to build muscle and to carve down for a bodybuilding competition, carbs are pretty much off limits. And as you do the intense work, and burn the calories, and start packing in the protein, your body naturally craves carbs. Well, listen, in the moment that you have that, that, that true desire for carbs, you have a, a choice to make. You can either give in to the weakness, or you can rise up and be strong in the, in the face of that desire, the strong, the strong in the face of that craving. And it's the same exact way for anything, anything you care about. You don't have to be cutting out carbs. Sometimes it's cutting out television or sometimes it's, it's cutting out relationships that drag you down. Sometimes it's cutting out, you know, mindless time on Facebook and the internet and all these other things. Whatever it is, that thing that you're cutting out leaves a void and you want to go toward it. But here's the part that keeps you on the path, keeps you from going down the road of falling off the proverbial wagon. It's loving the, ter the journey. It's loving the test that's getting you to the end result you're looking for. It's being in love with the practice. It's being in love with doing the reps. It's being in love with, with paying close attention to detail and realizing that it's the, it's the act of doing those small things that brings the result. One thing that's interesting is a lot of times people will say, listen, how do I deal with a challenge that's in front of me now? And then how do I deal with a challenge as it comes down the road? So maybe the challenge is this. We're trying to increase sales in our business. We need the, we need the cash flow now. But we want to make sure that we're, we're ready for a challenge that comes down in the future. The simple, or I guess the most direct answer to that, is how you do one thing is how you do anything. You know, for instance, if you go out to do something like mowing the lawn, and you just sort of cut the grass and get done, that's fine. At least you got the job done. You mowed the lawn. But if you take the extra time to do the edging between the lawn and the pavement. If you pull the weeds, if you lay down a little bit of fertilizer, if you rake the clippings and, and uh, you know, uh, sweep the sidewalk or do whatever it is and really do a fantastic job of paying attention to detail, chances are if that's your practice, if that's the way you do that, you'll probably act that way in your business or you'll act that way in your fitness regime or you'll act that way in your relationships. And I'm not saying it's a one-to-one -one exchange, but how you do one thing is typically how you do anything. And what's beautiful is if you have a strong, disciplined approach to one area of your life but not so much in other areas, it's a lot simpler, not necessarily easy, but it's a lot simpler to make that translation or that transaction, that transformation from one area to the next. So if you're looking at your life and saying, listen, this whole loving the test concept is challenging me right now, look at an area of your life where you do love the test, where it's not about the end result. It's not just about the trophy, the victory, the ring, it's not just about winning the cup. It's about performing under pressure. It's about being, in part, you know, being a part of the test itself. Pursuing 
your dream for your reasons is, is very important to this. So when I was talking to my friend who was having this challenge with his business, you know, the, the best advice I can give to anybody is being in a place where I remember putting on my own live event. It was a year ago, yesterday, and well, this past week, May, as I said before, 16th and 17th of 2015, we put on this event. And to sell tickets to the program itself was a slog. And I just remember thinking, man, my, I'm too attached emotionally and personally to the outcome. In other words, I was taking it too personal. To detach from that meant I had to say, listen, this is only one chapter of the book. And I have to love this part because this part is trying to teach me something. It's trying to teach me that maybe I need to get better at sales. It's trying to teach me that maybe I need to attract people that are more interested in what I have. Maybe the people I'm talking to, they might like what my message. They may say, hey, this is cool. I like hanging out with you on this webinar, but it's not for me. Great. doesn't make them wrong, and it certainly doesn't make me a bad person. It just means we've got to find connection, the right audience that will be interested in what you have. If you're a musician and you can't get your music published, if you're a writer and you can't get your book out there, if you are an athlete and for whatever reason you're not making the grade, it's not a personal thing. Sometimes it means you've got to tweak the way we're going about the message, tweak the way we're going about the competition, tweak the way we're going about our mission in life. The idea of loving the test in general is important because now what we've done is taken a different frame of mind. We're not avoiding the test. We're not finding ways to get away from the test. We're actually absorbing ourselves in the test. We're jumping feet first into it and saying, this is part of it. Yeah, sometimes it's going to be really awful. Sometimes we're going to have sore muscles, but that's part of it because the sore muscles are an indicator of the strength and the muscle that was built. We had to tear down the fibers in order to build bigger, stronger muscles and a capacity to lift more weight, to run faster, to do whatever it is. That's what that pain represents. As an entrepreneur, sometimes a, a small flob, flub, right, a flop, if you will, represents that same pain, just in a different form. You're building, metaphorically, a muscle when you flop. As long as you learn the lesson and apply it. And it's key and essential to understand that. Now, one thing that I will tell you that's been frustrating from day one to mankind, and that is this, is that the time frame doesn't feel accurate. You think to yourself, I have put so much time into this, when will this thing bear fruit? And if you think about the concept of the bamboo farmer, this will make a lot of sense. Bamboo is a very interesting piece of grass, because that's essentially what bamboo is. It's part of the grass family. So when you plant bamboo, it can take years for the thing to gestate, years, before you ever see any kind of a sprout break the surface of the dirt. But if you go in, you planted the seeds, and a couple of weeks later you dig it up to see if it's even sprouted, you've only ruined the process, right? So you have to be very patient. You have to till the soil. You have to fertilize it. You have to water it. You have to give it everything it needs without any evidence that it's going to work out. Part of that you have to love if you're going to be a bamboo farmer. You have to love the process of tilling the soil. You have to love the process of laying down the fertilizer. You have to love the process of watering it. You have to love the process of planting the seed, even though you have zero evidence of it even working out. In business, it's the same way. You've got to nurture your audience. You've got to show up each day. You've got to deliver your best stuff. Sometimes your message is going to miss its mark. It doesn't mean that it sucks. It just means that you might miss your mark. Sometimes you're going to make a ton of sales. Sometimes you're going to make zero. 
Does it mean that you suck? It means that maybe you need to improve your process. It's about not taking it personal, and it's about loving the test. The one thing that is personal, deeply personal, is that you absolutely authentically fall in love with the test itself and understand that, listen, this is why I'm here. I'm not here to make the money or to get the sale. I'm here to be a part of the process, and the sale and the money that comes is a side benefit. It's a beautiful side benefit that you earned and you deserve. But, man, it takes a lot of the pressure and stress off. And it places the attention and the focus where it should be, and that is on doing your best stuff today and every, every single day that you show up to it. It's really important in business. It's as important in sports as it is in anything else. But certainly, when we come to our mission and we're really passionate about it, it's very easy to take it personal, right? It's very easy to say, I came up short. Or as I alluded to a moment ago with the bamboo farmer, it's taking longer than it should. If the bamboo farmer is patient... And being patient is easier when you love the test itself. You realize, hey, this is part of it. If you're patient enough, then within a couple of years, three to five years, you'll see the sprouts break the surface of the ground. They all of a sudden see sunlight, and within days, some, you know, weeks, sometimes even days, the thing sprouts and grows tall and strong. It's almost miraculous the way bamboo grows. The interesting part about this is that there's months, years that go by where the work still has to be done with no evidence of it showing up. Business is the same way. Sports can be the same way. Art, certainly. Relationships oftentimes go through these phases where it feels like, man, we've been together forever and now we're worse off than we were in the beginning. We seem to be smarter and wiser when we first got together and now we're going down these paths that may be taking us apart. And there might be some truth to that or it might just be that the test is trying to teach you something to educate you and graduate you to the next level. If you're going through a tough time in your business and your career, if you're going through a tough time financially, if you're going through a tough relationship period, instead of seeking the exits, instead of looking for the easy way out, instead of hoping and praying for and creating for yourself a diversion, ask the question, what is this test trying to teach me? What's the value in this? How can I fall passionately in love with the test and appreciate it for what it is? Now, I don't want you to think that you have to constantly be in strife. It's not about that. Sometimes we have to get real with ourselves and say, guess what? There is a challenge and a struggle in life. It's part of being in life. If you're doing things that are worthwhile, if you're doing work that matters, you're going to struggle from time to time. It's not all the time, but there are times where you're going to struggle. And when we maturely approach it that way and say, okay, I accept that as part of the recipe, then we can fall in love with the entire test, not just the easy parts, not just the multiple choice questions that we know all the answers to, but also the long essay question answers that we have to give where we really have to think deep, where the game is on the line, where sometimes we flop and sometimes we succeed. Whether we flop or whether we succeed is irrelevant because if we're in love with the test, then it all qualifies. It all has value. It all has merit. Today and every single day as you approach your mission, remember that it's important to love the test. Remember the power of not just pursuing your dreams, but the value and the power 
of loving the fact that you're even in the pursuit itself, having gratitude for the pursuit, having gratitude for the sacrifice that you make, having gratitude for yourself for having the courage to step up and actually be on the mission. Yes, sometimes it's tough. Sometimes it's frustrating, and sometimes you might feel like throwing in the towel. But don't be seduced by the ease of that decision. Be, in, be instead connected to and enraptured by the commitment that it takes to stay with the thing, especially in the turbulence, especially in the tough times, because that's what's going to help define you. My friends, you have what it takes to be as enormous as you want to be in your success, to be as expansive as you want to be in the impact that you make in the world. I know you're here listening to this message because you are connected to something important. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. And parts of every single thing that you do are going to have value to you. Every single little thing you do in any given day will, show, will have value. If you fall off the wagon with your diet, that had some value. If you missed a workout, that had some value. If you threw in the towel, if you kind of went halfway with a sales thing or a business thing, there's some value to that. And there's also some value from learning from it and getting back on the wagon and doing exactly what you know you need to do and showing up with your best stuff today and every single day. Make it the best day you can. Show up today with your best stuff and love the test for the good, the challenging, and everything else that goes between it. You have what it takes to succeed, and I, as your mission accomplishment coach, am here to fly on your wing today and every single day. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show each and every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern, as well as Monday through Friday on the recorded versions. Looking forward to doing it again soon. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com, download a complimentary copy of Flight Plan to Success, and remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.